You know, you know, it's funny, Ramona. I wrote this on Twitter last night. This is random. I was watching some of the, uh, after I watched the uh, Clemson game, I was watching some of uh, UConn and DePaul. And, okay. And, oh, my God. UConn did to, 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 to DePaul. There should be a law against. Furthermore, uh, you know, one thing about Danny Hurley, he's got that Belichick element. He he uh, he does not call off the uh, the dogs, and very appropriate in UConn's case. He, he, he plays his starters. Like late into the game, even in these blowouts, I mean, UConn was beating DePaul like eighty-five to forty-two when I turned it off, and the starters, oh, and, wow. the, and the starters were still on the court. You know that's the danger. I mean, Klingon's had some injury history. If you want to know how UConn might fail, that could be how they fail, having starters in the game with ten minutes left in an eighty-five to forty-two game, or whatever it was, uh, but. You know, the the thing I wrote was DePaul has sucked for so long now that they've made most fans forget they have a basketball history. Because DePaul was once a basketball power. Cool. Yeah, I've heard of them. Right. I mean, De, De, DePaul in Chicago. I mean, first of all, that's the school of George Mikan. Robert will come right to you. But that's the school of the legendary George Mikan. You know, one of the greatest big men to ever play the game. The first great big man to play the game. Or one of the first. The most dominant figure in the early days of of both collegiate and professional basketball, the great George Mikan, hence the uh, Mikan drill, which is lefty, righty, layup, you know, each side, opposite side of the basket, um, which probably no one's ever heard of now. But, uh, but you know, so they had, they had Ray Meyer, and they had George Mikan, and then later they had Joey Meyer, and they had, you know, Mark Aguirre, and, and they had a, basketball history what on earth has happened to that program and andrew writes me and says i still can't believe that oliver Purnell dipped out on us for that program well there may have been some other factors there uh <laughs> i mean i've been told that you know i don't know what's true and what's not true but but uh and i loved oliver Purnell. i mean i lobbied for him i was on air lobbying for oliver Purnell to be hired uh, when he wasn't even on anybody's list here originally, I was lobbying for Purnell, um, and then ultimately he he wound up on the Clemson list finally. But they chose Larry Shiat the first time around. They like picked the worst name on the friggin' list. I was vehemently opposed to Larry Shiat, and uh, and eventually uh, they they circled back to uh, to OP and brought Oliver Purnell in, and obviously he did a great job here, um, but. Uh, but I understand that, you know, maybe his wife didn't want to live here anymore. That's, uh, that's my understanding. Uh, Robert in Georgia. How are you, Robert? Well, I'm great. Thanks for getting me yeah, in. Yeah, thanks for getting in, Robert. That's, uh, you know, you going back through Larry Shiat and Oliver Purnell, and these people that are still anti-Brad Brownell, they're either so young that they don't remember or they're just stupid trollers. I mean, I can remember not too long ago, Clemson would be 0-3 in the 
instead of three and zero in these last three games. Oh, and it, they were perfect it, games that Clemson used to lose every stinking time. Right, and they were finishing like last or second to last with Florida State in the league every year when Larry Shiat was here, and so many times they were being excluded from the tournament. You know, so <laughs> that's how bad it was. I mean, Clemson was like losing games to like Yale at home. Uh, and and that that's how bad it was under Larry Shia. I mean, he, the the whole program was a was just an absolute joke. You know, he was bringing in these backyard wrestler types, and and th- there was n- there was like zero skill, and it, it was just an unmitigated disaster. Um, I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the dude right now. Come on, God, I'm drawing a blank on the dude. I don't know why. Uh, I, I can see him. Uh, clear as day. The dude with the little hands who would fire up shots off the top of the backboard. Uh, <laughs> in, 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 uh, Sounds like an ex-Clemson player, yeah, but he, I couldn't he's begin like to tell you He's like 6'4", 6'5". He would just throw up these missiles off the top of the backboard. And and he, <laughs> let, let me tell you what happened. All right, let me tell you what happened. Clemson's in the ACC tourney that one year. And and dude is firing his missiles off the top of the backboard. And, and, uh, and Oliver Purnell... Uh, at one point, puts his hand over his face, and he he doesn't want to because it's, it's going terribly wrong. He puts his hand over his face, and and he's like giggling, and he's giggling because <laughs> and, and I and I asked him this. I said, I saw you, coach. I said, I I said I saw you. I saw what you did. I said, I said, tell me that you weren't thinking who the hell recruited these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed. That's right. He right. laughed because it because it was. Well, who's the dude I'm thinking of? Somebody help me because I uh, there's got to be a Clemson fan knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, not my not my forte in remembering ex Clemson basketball players. Yeah. But um, I'm so glad that Stork brought Joe Girard to Clemson because you know that cat could have went anywhere. Right. Right. Luckily, the stork brought Joe Girard. You know, uh, Girard had lots of choices, but somehow he came to Clemson. But Brownell doesn't get credit right. for that. That guy who's hitting all those free throws at the end of these games to win these games. Yeah. Brownell doesn't get any credit for that. 90, what is he at now? 93, 94%, something like yeah, that? You know, you know, it's funny because uh, you get to the Zen game situation and Clemson finds a way to get the bowling ball to Girard. It's just over. You just know it. I mean, it's not, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, like I'm to the point where I don't even have to watch those free throws. <laughs> I, I know they're oh, going and, in. and I love, I love his style. He just drops the ball in front of him, grabs it, and throws it in. Yep. No looking, no thinking, no nothing. Just drops it, picks it, shoots it. But uh, I tell you what, that did you catch any of that Utah State Wyoming game last night? That was a pretty good matchup. It was. Oh, by the way, Herb Wright's uh, Chris Hobbs, one of my uh, personal favorites. No, it wasn't him. It's not the guy. Um, the guy with the, the guy with the tiny little hands. He had little, you know. That sounds vaguely familiar, but I just that's it's not my forte. That's it, um, Olu Babalola. That's it, Olu Babalola. Yeah. That's it, Texter. Thank you, Texter uh, seven hundred four. That's it, Olu Babalola. That's the guy. Yeah. Um. Look like look like a tight look like a tight end, but it had tiny little hands and uh, yeah, not exactly a soft shooting touch. <laughs> no, no. Um, that Utah State they've got some pieces. That Darius Brown, I, I love his play. Yeah, 
Yep. I mean, they uh, they looked really good last night. Um, <clears throat> one last thing, and, and I'll get off. I was listening to uh, you and Basketball David yesterday. Yeah. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all were talking about the uh, Indiana State. Yep, and they probably you were talking lost. about other dark. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> but, you know, I'm looking at Way that. Way to embarrass the host, you friggin' schmucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they are a good team. Yeah, they are. But, you know, Drake. Drake is a good team. Yeah. And it's going to be a shame if only one team from that Missouri Valley Conference makes it to the tournament. I mean, you got to have nine SEC and nine Big 12 teams. Yeah, you that's, that's ridiculous. Find a spot for yeah. – because, you know, one of them's going to get left out probably. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, and, and Indiana State 100% belongs in the tournament. I mean, they were ranked for a minute there the other day, but that that's a dangerous tournament basketball team, even though they lost at home to Illinois State that, that very night. But uh, it's still a team that can uh, – first of all, you, you have like five guys who shoot 40% or better from three. In addition yeah. to that, it's an athletic team. It's not. It's not just that they're you know some uh, Indiana shooters. They're they're athletic. The guards can get to the rim. They're explosive. And then you have the the uh, the nerdy looking pudgy 6'10", 260 pound <laughs> big man Avia who plays with his feet on the ground, but who has a Joker style game and his court vision is amazing. And he's out there. You know, at the high post, uh, you know, dishing the ball to open shooters that he sees out of the back of his head. So they're they're a dangerous team, assuming they get in. Yeah. Now, do you think they're going to leave Gonzaga out? Do you really think they're going to leave Gonzaga out? I I don't. I think it would be strange to have a tournament without Gonzaga. I I think at the end of the day, Gonzaga will will be in. I I would be surprised. So if if they finish right where they're at, do they take Gonzaga over San Francisco? You know St. Mary's is going. Yeah. Well, you know, St. Mary's deserves to go. You know, know, look, who's who's the only team in the country that gave Connecticut a game last year in the tournament? St. Mary's, St. Mary's, say. yeah, St. Mar- Mary's—the only team that gave Connecticut a game. Remember, Connecticut lost in their conference tourney last year, then went just rolled through the NCAA tournament, just destroying everybody. They won by an average of twenty points a game. All six wins were by double figures, and only the second time in history that that had been done. Uh, North Carolina was the only other team, and uh, and they just rolled through everybody, but. The but is, I think it was like with a minute left in the first half or something, St. Mary's led them by eight, and Connecticut rallied in the second half and won. But, you know, Randy Bennett is a brilliant coach, and he finds guys who can play. That's another team you don't want to play in the tournament, especially with their experience against Connecticut last year. I'll tell you what, Connecticut doesn't want to play them. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been paying more attention to college basketball this year, probably in ten years, just because I'm tired of finishing so bad in the pick'em contest. And I used to be a huge fan. But one last thing, and I'll definitely take it off the air. I'm definitely Clemson winning the ACC tournament. I mean, I yeah, I want them to go to the NCAA, but I want an NCAA tournament win. Well, I'm from the age when. People, you had to win the tournament to make it to the tournament. There you go. And that was the that was the crowning jewel of the ACC. None of this regular season stuff. They used to play the tournament in school when I was in high school yep. on TVs. 
That's yep. how big it was. Wild, I appreciate Thank you, Robert. Great See, weekend. that's a good perspective. You know, um, a little bit older caller who has, uh, who knows the way this tournament always worked and knows the value of what an ACC conference championship uh, means and what it's always meant from a historical standpoint. So, yeah, I mean, it would be a pretty amazing thing if Clemson was able to do that. Uh, Texter said, people that want Brad fired have zero in capital letters perspective. I look at Brad's Clemson experience as two separate seven-year tenures. See, this is smart. The first being when he got no administrative commitment with facilities, support staff, assistant coaching salaries. The most recent seven years with commitment have produced three NCAA tournament bids, should be four, a Sweet 16 appearance with another potential run this year, and possibly three top four league finishes. Having watched Clemson Hoops for most of my 50 years, I would consider the last seven years to be one of the better runs in program history. Hey, Ramona, right here. Ding, 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 ding. This, is, yeah. this is the text of, like, the, the month. Texter 828 is all over it with 50 years worth of experience, and he's giving you perspective on what Clemson basketball was. He's 100% right on this division of Brad Brownell pre-help and post-help and what it's looked like, and you can just see that from the talent. The talent level has escalated significantly. It's You, you just cannot deny that. And I don't know why anybody would be denying that. Trust me, you know what? You know what? If Clemson ever makes a decision to go away from Brad, you know, you know, somebody earlier wrote, well, Brad Brownell is Tommy Bowden. Here's how you know that's not true. When Tommy Bowden left here, nobody was willing to hire him. Only his moron buddy Grant Long at Arkansas tried to sneak Bowden in, and Arkansas people revolted and said, oh, no, that's not happening. That's not happening. And they shut that little plan right down. Nobody called Tommy Bowden. Nobody. Nobody wanted him at any level. None. There wasn't another suitor in America for Tommy Bowden's services. None. Brad Brownell leaves here, he'll pick his job in two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, so that's how you know that, that that's, uh, that's a bunch of bunk right there. Uh Hey, uh, let me tell you about my friends at uh, at Twin Peaks. You know, first of all, I mean, are you kidding me? It's Twin Peaks. It's unbelievable. I hope you made the Sweetheart's costume party the last three days for the uh, absolute best of Twin Peaks. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl just passed. March Madness is coming up. College hoops are, are, are heating up, and you've got your eyes on all the madness to come. Register for the Dose Million Bracket Challenge today to lock in your chance to win $2 million and more epic prizes at Twin Peaks. Head over to TwinPeaksBracketChallenge.com to get started. I got to get in on that deal, Ramona. Twin Peaks Bracket. You know, if I win, uh, uh, you'll be hosting the show. <laughs> Twin, TwinPeaksBracketChallenge.com to get started. Get out to Twin Peaks. Trust me, soccer championships coming up, UFC, boxing, it's all coming your way. National Drink Wine Day is on the 18th. Uh, 80 high definition monitors, not a bad seat in the house, regardless of what your sport is. Uh, 29 degree draft beer, giant man sized mugs, incredible mixed drink selection. The, the, 
the beautiful women, the scenic views, the biggest surprise of the whole place is the food. The food is, un- you know about the rest of the stuff. The food is unbelievable. Scratch-made food, scratch-made kitchen. Trust me when I tell you, it's all great. And with the weather still cool, you might want to go in for some of that chili. Regardless, it's it's all unbelievable. Get there. I promise you'll thank me later. Quick break. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope. You won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there, and the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. Clemson baseball is back. Get ready for a thrilling showdown as the Clemson Tigers return to Doug Kingsmore Stadium to start their 2024 season. This weekend, the Tigers will face off against the Xavier Musketeers in hopes of starting the season with a win. Broadcast begins Friday at 3.30, Saturday at 1.30, and Sunday at 12.30. Catch it all right here. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What can I expect from my first appointment with Snyder Tree Care? Uh, so the first appointment is going to be an arborist, a certified arborist coming out, walking your property with you, looking at your trees and shrubs and finding out are the problems, are there diseases. So we're there to give our client a peace of mind and we're going to make recommendations, not just cutting them down because we can do more than just cut a tree down. We're really interested in preserving those trees and shrubs. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com I'm Chelsea, and a little thing I like about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is I think it's just a perfect combination of ingredients. The pepper jack cheese and that spiciness of the sandwich. It's the right type of spice and the right amount of spice. It's crunchy on the outside, but then really tender on the inside. And then, obviously, the pickles on the bottom are iconic. There are too many things I like about it. I don't know if I can finish the thought. Bring on the spice and order the Chick-fil-A Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonial. Powered by UpCountry Fiber. 
We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started, and we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar, where every day is game day. I'm seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about Steeler fans thinking they're getting Justin Fields when in reality they're getting Ryan Tannehill. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be, uh, it, it will be funny. You know, look, here's the thing. Um, Tannehill would actually be an upgrade over what they have. I mean, what they have is not good. They don't have, they don't have any real answers right now at, at quarterback at all. There's nobody on that roster that looks like an NFL quarterback. There just isn't. Nobody. And so they desperately need... Again, that's why you take a shot at Fields if you're Pittsburgh. If you can get Fields, you take a shot at, at Fields. You know, the Bears came out the other day in an interview, the general manager, and he's being interviewed, and he's basically acting like uh, they're all on board with Fields. So I don't know whether Fields is available or not. Uh, I'm not sure. He, he said he spoke for five minutes during an interview about all these Justin Fields positive attributes and how they love him and this is what progress is and and this is how we want to move along and we want to, you know, surround him with parts, etc. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, was that all lies? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. You know, there, there are a lot of lies in sports. <laughs> There's a star. You know, height, like for example. There are a lot of lies 40 times. Oh, uh, yeah, 40 times. Yeah, all, all lies. If it's not laser time, it's a lie. Uh, the, that's the bottom line. All 40 times that are not laser timed are lies. Just plain, flat lies. There, you, you did not run that speed. You can forget it. You know, you ran that speed on a 35 uh, track or a downhill track or something. But the, if it's not laser time, it's, uh, it's a lie. But, you know, my, one of my favorite things in sports run is always the dismissal speech. The dismissal speech. Oh, where, the we're getting rid of him, but we love him. Right, it's great. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, oh, he's done so much for this institution. It's unbelievable. The progress we have made under him. He, he's such a fine human being. You know, he's been great in the community. He's been great for he's our back team. He's going, should you know, I come back? Right. We love his wife and his kids. Uh, oh, he's fired. But all these things are true. No, no, they're not true. They're all lies. They're all lies. Nobody ever fires anybody who would have those credentials. You know what? If you really felt that way about somebody, you would never fire them. You fire them. Here's the reality. You know, you just like some truth in advertising one time. You know, just some friggin' honesty one time. We fire him because he sucks. Okay? Here's why. We're letting, we're letting, we're letting uh, Joe He's Bob. He's still walking down the hall, see? Right. No, we're letting. We're trying to be nice. Right. We're letting Joe Bob go. 
uh, we like his wife, we hate him. Uh, <laughs> he's destroyed our program. <laughs> he's he's brought us uh, he's brought us to depths that we've never been before, and we just can't get rid of him fast enough. That's the reality. But never once do we hear that. We always have to hear the bullcrap accolade speech at dismissal time. These people are more positive at dismissal than they are when they make the hire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that is not true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. You find me one dismissal speech that isn't like insanely, insanely positive. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's not true. Um, where is uh, Mr. Fender's? Uh, Mr. Fender's post. Uh, he writes, uh, love OP at Clemson, but I can assure you firsthand. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to know, and I didn't say this, but it was getting a little debaucherous up on Lake Keyway at the end. I'm not, you know, look, it was, <laughs> it wasn't even Lake Keyway, I, I think, that <laughs> It was the issue. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it was the issue. Um, Tish uh, said, uh, "Literally just doing it." But you think that a coach that makes the tournament twenty percent? Don't check my math on that. LOL. But it's close. Other time can pick a job, uh, neutral on Brunel, but I don't think it's true. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think that he would be unemployed for ten seconds. 10 seconds. Everybody knows he's a great coach. He's widely known in the industry as being a great coach. I think he would be in very high demand indeed, uh, without question. And again, I think it's partly because people are still living in the past. I think the texter had it right before when he divided the Brownell tenure and said, you know, basically pre-support of the administration and post-support and what Brownell has accomplished in that time frame. I mean, again, all these players that you're watching that are doing all these great things, he's responsible for all of them. And somehow people don't want to see that and uh, uh some some i think a lot of them are i think a lot of them are, are gone um texas said um exciting to see the uh, baseball team uh yeah i mean i think it's going to be an interesting year um i want to see what the starting rotation actually looks like whether they i mean i know what it looks like now but i want to see how they perform i want to see if we if we see a Clemson baseball team that has real quality Friday and Saturday starters, or if we see a Clemson baseball team that just has a ton of arms without any real definitive Friday and Saturday answers. I, I think that's the key. I, I know that Clemson can throw a lot of arms at it. I, I know that. I, I just I, I don't want to see – I think more than seeing a lot of arms, I want to see elite arms. And we'll find out. You know, it starts tomorrow with uh, with Xavier. Um, Three-game series this weekend. And, and um, you know, my expectation, as I said the other day, I, I, I think that when you look at left and center field, um, I think Clemson may have the best left and center combination in all of college baseball. And I'm expecting a really big year for Will Taylor. Um, I, I just think that he's a guy who uh, was committed to two sports and uh, now he's committed to one and he can just focus on baseball. 
and he's another year removed from his injury. And I just think that I think he's headed for a massive season. I think you've got a left fielder and a center fielder who are both going to be round one draft picks um, when they leave Clemson. So I'm, I think that's the real exciting part heading in. And, and, and look, there are some questions, obviously. You could have a retooled infield, but I think the pieces are there. But more than anything else, I, I want to see what the rotation looks like and how the Friday and Saturday starters perform and whether that deal is set or whether we're going to see uh, more change in that as we move forward based on uh, performance. It took a while last year to sort of get that ironed out. And quite honestly, things sort of changed when, when Grice got involved uh, in pitching in the uh, rotation as well. And not only that, but things changed for him as a hitter in that regard. Obviously, he's gone. No Billy Amick. There's a lot of power to replace. Um, but I, I think there are a lot of answers. This team might be constructed a little differently. Uh, may even be a little more speed-based. We'll see how all that uh, plays out. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I want to get to some college football talk. I will not be here tomorrow. Uh, Clemson baseball tomorrow at, at 4 p.m. So if you want to get in and talk to me, you can uh, do that now. And we will make way for uh, Coach Butler's squad at uh, at 640-ish, Ramona. Is that at 640? Uh, the broadcast starts at 645, so there's 640. 640. We will, uh, we will leave there. So stay tuned for that. You know, Coach Butler's team went through a stretch of games, uh, a, you know, ending a, a couple weeks back that was just murderers row. They're playing ranked team every single night. And, you know, this is still a team that is, you know, the challenge that Coach Butler had is she inherited a team that was uh, not good and didn't have anywhere near enough talent to compete at the level that ACC women's basketball was playing. I mean, ACC women's basketball is elite, and they're just ranked teams almost every night. And this program was not on that level. And so Coach Butler had to recruit her A off trying to, re- to, uh, to build this thing up. And that's what she's doing. You can see that happening. And it's, it's getting better. And Clemson's getting more competitive. There are still some, you know, some uh, games that, you know, you, you want to flush. I mean, the, the Miami thing, I mean, that was a win. I mean, I, they were the better team all night. And, and uh, had a very bad fourth quarter. But what you can see, what's obvious, is just the overall progress in the program under under her watch. And I just think that's going to continue. I, I, the way I view Coach Butler's program right now is uh, I don't think it will be long before they are one of those ranked teams. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be long. It may be as soon as next year. It may be as soon as next year. Uh, we'll see. But I, but that's coming. That that's clearly coming. And and you know when you're in that situation, you're playing a ranked team every night. You know it it wears on you, especially when you know, look. Some of these programs are like long established, powerful programs. And the the ACC in women's basketball is more like the ACC used to be in men's basketball. It, it's it's that good and that competitive and offers that many challenges on a nightly basis. So she did not inherit an easy task. Uh, 
by any means. She inherited a, honestly, an almost impossible situation to my way of thinking. And I think she's really doing a good job. I, I know people are, are in this world are bottom liners and they want to see more wins. And I understand that. But uh, my belief is that's going to happen. Uh, you just need to stay the course and, and be patient with it. And I, I think she's I think she's 100% the right person for this job. I think she's a, a tremendous basketball coach. I think she really knows the game. I think she loves Clemson. And, uh, and, I, and I just think she has a competitive fire about her, a competitive nature about her that, uh, that you have to admire. Um, I, I think she's all that in a bag of chips. I, I think she's, she's the one. You just have to, you're just going to have to wait a little bit for the type of results that you're uh, you're hoping for as a fan of Clemson women's basketball. In any case, they're coming your way uh, shortly in, uh, in basically one hour from now. All right, I wanted to spend the last hour talking about college football and what's ahead. We, we're going to start to talk about, start to look at, you know, think about this, okay? <clears throat> in the midst of all of the NIL and transfer portal turmoil, and the turmoil that the game of college football is under right now, we came off a college football season that was quite arguably the most exciting in the last 25 years, right? I mean, that's the reality of it. This past college football season, whether we like all the things that are happening internally in the game, I think you can't deny that the the, the competitive nature of the game was better than at any point during the playoff era. There were more teams involved from more areas of the country. The competitive balance was better. It was a better product. With that being said, as you think ahead to next year, this college football season that we're about to embark on is going to be the most exciting college football season in NCAA football history. That's not hyperbole. I mean, think about it. We are moving to a 12-team playoff. We are finally finally going to see a playoff worthy of college football. We're going to see more teams involved at the top, more areas of the country involved, more competitive football than we've ever seen before. And and contrary to this, this misguided belief that the games won't matter, the games are going to matter more than ever. And they're going to matter to more areas and more people than ever before. And the product is going to be better. The competitive nature of the product, the watchability of the games themselves are going to be better than ever before. I mean, are you kidding me? We've been waiting for this forever. The 14 playoff was just a snack, a, a, a pathetic appetizer of, of what we needed to see. Well, now we're going to see that. It's going to be the most exciting season in college football history. I, I, I think you're like a Flat Earth Society member if you don't see that coming. Quick break. Walt Tiptula, Road Rage. We'll be right back. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card health insurance. How can you possibly choose the right plan when there are 64 plans to choose from? Maybe you just turned 26 and need to buy insurance for the very first time. 
Maybe you just received a letter that your Medicaid is ending. Maybe you just lost benefits at work. It can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. Give me a call at 864-467-8738 and check out our website, insure-u.com. You can check to see if your doctor's in the network or compare plans side by side. One size doesn't fit all. Let's make sure you have the right plan for you. I'm Guy the Insurance Guy. My company is The Insurance Source, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the Upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from on-running, vans, UFOs, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at elkmonttradingcompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T tradingcompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, go Tigers! 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed two years your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886. Or visit robertsonroofing.net. Attention golf cart fans. Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart. The Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf Golf cart. In 2023, come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries Golf Carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFryes.com. Your Clemson football destination. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. 
Walter Tulip Road Rage. Dave in Simpsonville, I'm coming right to you. Tester asked, would Dawn Staley be a candidate to coach a men's team? Uh, would she be the first? Look, um, I've suggested that before. I suggested that even when the South Carolina job was coming open before. I, I mean, you know, look, here's the thing. I don't know Dawn Staley personally, so I, I don't know what drives her, okay? I I believe she's a great basketball coach. I think it's obvious she can recruit at a high level. I think those things all 100% translate uh, to coaching men's basketball uh, without question. I mean, for example, if if Lamont wants to leave, then, uh, then I think she should be a legitimate candidate for the South Carolina men's head coaching job. Now, the problem is, you know, do you want to destroy the women's program in the process or would you rather find a, a another competent men's coach and have success in both programs I, I i don't know the answer to that i also don't know what her what she's desirous of i mean you know it may be that if she jumped to the men's game it would be seen by some as a slap in the face to the women's game i i don't know i i don't know the answer to that it, it really just depends on on her motivation i, I all i know is this that woman can 100% coach the game. She 100% knows talent, and she can 100% recruit. And I know all that stuff translates. So I have no doubt that if Dawn Staley wanted to coach men's basketball, that she would also be a wild success. I, I have no doubt. I do. I, I I believe in Dawn Staley. And whatever she wants to do, I believe in her. Um, and, and including being the AD of that school <laughs> if, if, uh, if some of those other things don't work out. Uh, Dave in Simpsonville. Dave, how are you, Dave? Good to have you. Doing great, Walt. Thanks for letting me in. You know, you've got women governors, women mayors, women candidates for president, women prime ministers. Why can't you have a women's men's basketball coach? So, you know, I agree with you. By the way, Dave, by the way, Dave, think about this country and the way this country is constructed. Isn't it friggin' amazing that we have never had a, a female president, isn't it? Like, like it's just like almost impossible to think that we've never had a woman president. I mean, don't we have a Margaret Thatcher somewhere? Yeah, I. Well, you know, that time may come. It's put up for these office opportunities. Yeah, may not have been the best candidate yeah. at the time. So. Yeah. You know, without getting into my political views, I just simply leave that one right there. <laughs> because I got them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walt, I saw today that Sean Elliott is yeah. going back to, back South, to Carolina. South Carolina. Why? I mean, this is a guy that they pretty much gave the thumbs down to in 2015 after, after Steve Spurrier basically left them high and dry and ruined their program for, you know, however many years. From a Clemson perspective, was great years. And when I thought he should have gotten the job. So he goes to Georgia State and basically turns that program into a decent group of five. Yep. So what's brought him back to South Carolina? Yeah, I don't know the, other, the answer to that, Dave, other than, you know, uh, one, I think it's possible he just views 
South Carolina as a step up the evolutionary football ladder, and he still wants to do some climbing. The other thing that I think we have to allow for and that maybe we don't know about with certainty yet, you know, when when, uh, when I first suggested Bill O'Brien was going to BC, I warned that he had a non-football reason for wanting to be the coach at Boston College because he had an ill child who, uh, you know, who needed medical treatment that was best served in the greater BC area. So I think we always need to be careful in these situations until we know all the facts, because there could always be something of that sort, something that we aren't privy to know, something that we have no knowledge of. Uh, So until that's like ironed out for certain, I don't think we can seriously critique him because I just I, I don't know all the reasons that went into this decision. I mean, when when he discussed it, when uh, when the powers that be discussed it at, at Georgia State, they indicated that he had personal reasons for one. I don't know what that includes. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know what yeah. that includes. It, it, that could be virtually anything. Well, I, I again I thought that he played he coached uh, his backside off yeah. in 15 against Clemson yep. and, I mean, pushed the, pushed the Tigers all the way to where it was an onside yeah. kick with like two or three seconds left to go in the game. Hey, hey Dave, so, you know, there's always this possibility, Dave. He might think that this is the year that Shane Beamer gets fired and he wants to be around for the aftermath. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, you say that tongue-in-cheek, but that's, listen, when, when, when South Carolina beat Clemson at Clemson two year or a year ago. Yeah. Right? I, I told him, I said, Shane needs to send Dabo a thank you note because he got him an extension and then he got him a hell of a buyout. Yeah. Because that buyout's going to be awesome after they go floundering with this schedule this year. Because I tell you what, you look at that thing and you can't find – Four, maybe five wins. Oh yeah, that that's yeah that oh, schedule that's that schedule's brutal. It's going to be interesting, uh, you know, how patient South Carolina. First of all, we're not a patient people anymore as sports fans. Nope. We want everything right now, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if Beamer's if Beamer's act is still as well received if South Carolina goes through a four and eight type of season. Yeah, I mean, especially missing bowls two straight years after after being in a bowl and beating Clemson in the same season. Yeah. I, I'll leave you with this. While I, it is being a Clemson fan, I still love it. But being a fan of sport, I am always amazed at why the University of South Carolina isn't more successful than they are in their overall sports program. Being in the middle of the state, having access to, you know, all the major highways. You've got an airport. You've got the biggest university in the state, and yet you've got Clemson who's able to come in and pretty much, you know, do what they want to do in the majority of sports. So I still cannot figure out what it is that keeps Carolina from being in that upper, upper echelon. Yeah. And uh, you have a great day, yeah, Walt. I appreciate you getting to get in. Yep, thank you, Dave. Now, of course, they are that now in women's basketball, but, you know, in terms of uh, in terms of men's basketball, obviously they're having a really good season. Um, you know, in terms of football, 
Yeah, they had the Spurrier years and the, the, the Joe Morrison years, a million years before that, but there hasn't, it's been, it's been a lot of lean times in, in terms of football. Um, and they've not been competitive against Clemson throughout the history. So, um, yeah, you do, you do wonder a little bit about that. You know, I, I think the, the South Carolina fans uh, seemingly believed that in Shane Beamer they were getting a Dabo Sweeney clone, and maybe they are. You know, I'm I, I, look. I'm not writing that guy off yet. All right, I I think he's look. I think it's difficult to sort of evaluate him just by wins and losses and say, okay, uh, this guy's really not any better than Muschamp was. I because I think there's a better feel about the program than than in the Muschamp years, especially at the end of the Muschamp period. It it. it it just felt like really ugly at South Carolina. And, you know, that was that was aided. That ugliness was was built upon by the fact that, you know, dude brought in castoffs from the Mountain West and turned his entire program over to him, both offensive coordinator coordinator wise and quarterback wise. And it, it was just obvious that was all a terrible mistake. It almost looked like it, it, I mean, I know this isn't true, but it almost looked like Muschamp wanted to be fired in, in, in the things that he was doing. Um, you know, Beamer, you know, it's the smiler, the, the baby kisser, uh, you know, he, he's put a better face. I mean, you know, <laughs> You could actually say he's put a better face on bad football than Muschamp did, and then maybe maybe that's the difference. That's not right. <laughs> well, <laughs> that just seems kind of bad. No. <laughs> well, it kind of is once you actually hear that hear that hit the air. You know, I wasn't thinking that when I started to construct that sentence. I, I wasn't I, I wasn't yeah. planning on that level of diss, but that's sort yeah. of what it turned into, you know, <laughs> it, it, but there is sort of reality to it. Cause his record is, is almost identical to must jams. It's not like it's, it's been any better. So, but he has put sort of a, a happy face on a happy face. Yeah, he's this some, is like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> now all of a sudden it's moral victories. That's right. I know moral victories. That's right. uh, what is it? Champions of life. That's or right. something Champions like that. of life. He's put, yeah. he's put a, you know, a, a happy face on the, uh, on the bad football. Now at some point, um, you know, if he's going to be Dabo Sweeney, it needs to blossom. You know, it's at some point you're actually going to have to start winning some games and and make it look look here's what he did okay two years ago he beat tennessee and clemson and he sold that hard i mean he he sold that hard and, and with good reason with good reason Th- those were potentially program defining victories i, I would have sold it too if i was in his position you know it, it it and and again the the belief was well you know man this proves we're headed in the right direction and then this year happened you know, the, the Georgia game, remember, he was basically celebrating victory in the Georgia game at halftime. Remember that halftime talk he gave when South Carolina was playing Georgia this year? And he was basically already counting that as a win. He should have told Georgia because they <laughs> they were not 
they were not playing the Washington Generals to his Globetrotters. They they weren't having any of that. Uh, they turned South Carolina back in the Washington Generals in the second half. And 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 as that happened, he still tried to sell that. Tried to sell that, but you know, trust me. When that game was at halftime, you could tell the things he said in the halftime interview. He dude was ready to hammer that as a selling point for his program. And again, rightfully so. The problem is that all went uh, sideways in the second half, and then pretty much the rest of the year went sideways. And that's the that's the problem moving forward. So now you're here's the here's the deal. You're now two years removed from the games that you could sell. You can't sell. We played Georgia close. You, 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 what you could sell was beating Clemson and 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 beating Tennessee. You could sell that, but now you're two years removed from that, so you can't sell that anymore. Basically, the reality is that in a world where we judge people very rapidly in terms of this profession, he needs quality wins this season. He he needs to be able to sell a new vision this season. The bottom line is he needs to pull some upsets this year, I think. Now, the good news for him is that, you know, he may have the AD in his pocket. You know, I, I mean, I think a lot of South Carolina fans are like right now, like lukewarm on Beamer. And they're like, well, this year it's going to tell the, the tale. Well, if you go four and eight or five or seven this year, I think a lot of South Carolina fans are going to be ready for change. I just don't know that Tanner will be because Tanner's future uh, may well hinge on Beamer's success because he locked himself in to Beamer. You know, lo- locked himself into Beamer, and I think that that his future by and large could 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 still hinge on that. So I don't know that he's going to be particularly anxious to move on from Beaver, even if by season's end the fan base is. But I do think that for Shane Beamer to build his program, he needs some shockers this year. He needs some surprises, and he needs a bowl season. Quick break. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. 